Welcome to the Awakening Podcast, where we have truth tellers, not whistleblowers, where we have facts, not conspiracy theories, the podcast with solutions. You can find all our episodes on awakeningpodcast.org. I also have the Learn Polish Podcast, the Speaking Podcast, and the Meditation Podcast, and all can be found on freedombroadcasters.com. Today, I'm looking forward to this. My guest, please welcome Dr. Morze Daniel Bloch. Ah, thank you, Roy, very much. It's a pleasure to be here, very much so. So a, a good friend of us uh, introduced us, and you might just introduce yourself to the audience. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it was, well, it was Jane that introduced us. I appreciate her doing this very much. Yeah, um, so I'm, I've been studying and working as a naturopathic doctor for 20 years now. I train in Toronto at the at the Canadian College of Naturopathic Medicine. Then I went on to further my studies in in homeopathy, um, and I I've also been developing a tool. It's called uh, it's it's within the realm of mind body medicine, so uh, it's a, a form of counseling that I call holistic counseling. And I really got onto this path. It was 25 or 26 years ago when I first got sick with a rare autoimmune disease called myasthenia gravis. And it's, um, you know, the math that you're told in the office of the neurologist is that it's, it's incurable, it's progressive, and it's potentially fatal. So if it's incurable and it keeps progressing, well, I mean, there's not much you could do except die eventually or go into remission or be on all kinds of drugs. So I, I did a dialogue um, with uh, Barry Neal Kaufman's uh, students in, 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 in the United States. Are you familiar with Barry Neal Kaufman? Like no, Sunrise, he worked with autistic kids and he has some books and stuff like Happiness is a Choice and wonderful, wonderful author and teacher. So I had a spontaneous healing doing this dialogue that he called the um, Optiva Dialogue. And it's just a simple principle of asking people non-directional questions to get them to reflect deeper and deeper into the, and eventually getting into the subconscious of what, what's going on inside of them that's uh, is leading to their suffering. So I had the spontaneous healing. I was quite paralyzed, my arms, my eyes, I couldn't breathe very well, very, very weak muscles. I had this spontaneous healing when the question I was asked was, as a result of different, you know, answers that I gave, well, what makes you think you need to be perfect? That's, I had this belief system, I needed to be perfect. And when I was asked that, the question spontaneously became obvious for me, I didn't need to be perfect, but I had never thought about that before. And sometimes patients slash clients um, will have this response, like a, a spontaneous healing when they realize the truth of the, the false ideas, the false beliefs that they've been carrying and how it's influencing them negatively. So for me, this belief that I needed to be perfect resulted in me being very hard on myself when I judged myself as not having fulfilled this, I don't know, God knows what perfection is, but at least I had some idea that, oh, I'm failing at my own ideas of what per perfection is. And then I would beat myself up internally. And I, I learned or I really saw firsthand how the body reflects what the mental, emotional, higher selves, like the higher bodies are doing. So I was beating myself up. And so the body reflected that by attacking itself. And that's what myasthenia gravis is. It's an autoimmune disease where literally you're attacking yourself. So I had this spontaneous healing by letting go of the cause. If I didn't need to be perfect, then I could, 
I could just accept myself as I was. And there was a great healing from that. So over the last 25 years, I've been developing this dialogue and now I've, I call it the VEAST dialogue because I apply it to advanced pathology, even physical pathology and a lot of very deep, uh, deep suffering that people can have. And I'm teaching a course. It's actually a program to certify people in the same process. It's very simple, but it's also very difficult to apply. So there's a lot of nuances to, to go through that I do in this program. And it's also a physician heal thyself, healer heal thyself program. So by learning our own belief systems and by looking at our own darkness, we then become much greater practitioners to help other people. I, I find that when a practitioner is, has not looked at themselves, has not been healing themselves, we don't have to be perfect, but have to have embarked somehow on this path of healing it brings humility, but it also brings a sense of understanding of what's involved in real healing. It, it is to have to look at the painful aspects of ourselves, the things we don't like about ourselves, the things that are painful, the wounds, the traumas, the PTSD, um, and, and what caused it and what's still holding on there. So, so it's the physician heal thyself part is a big part of this program. Um, I, you know, practitioners that are not working on themselves are limited to what I would call outside in medicine. Do you know what I mean by that, Roy? Like an external solution here, take this. It's going to help you with your whatever. And these things work to alleviate the symptoms. They could bring about some, um, you know, softening of the suffering, but they don't really go deep enough to, to help a person really heal. I found that the mental emotional field is the most important field for real healing. And you see this reflected in, in uh, quotations from all across uh, the board from different cosmologies, different scientific pursuits, you know, that the idea that the, the physical follows the mental emotional. You see this in the teachings of yoga and the teachings of Paramahansa Yogananda and the teachings of Henry Linlar, who is one of the founding doctors of naturopathic medicine. You see it in the Course in Miracles that the body is, is, a, um, is an innocent bystander for the mental emotional sphere. If you say bad dog, you know, then the body will say, okay, bad, we're a bad dog. That's it. There, it's a passive response. And we, we tend to spin our wheels a lot in, in naturopathic medicine, but definitely 100% in conventional medicine, by looking at the disease as being encompassed in the symptoms. So the disease, let's say a person has migraines, well, the disease is the pain of the migraines. So if you remove the pain, well, you've cured the, the migraines. But that's not the case. The migraines are an expression of something that's deeper affected. And by addressing illness and pathology and suffering at its root, we not only do we um, have a much longer term healing response, effective response, but we also can evolve further along our evolutionary path towards the true I am that we all are. That, that you know, undefinable yet experienceable sense of who we who we truly are the divine we can call it and we have to um i think illness is one of the greatest opportunities and suffering you know it could be mental emotional suffering 
one of the greatest opportunities is to evolve is through illness and through suffering. Absolutely. That's how we grow. And just when you like with this, this studying, is it, is it similar to a doctor studying or is it something that's more self-taught? Because I, I'd like you to, uh, because a lot of people wouldn't know about this because I know yeah. from just in Poland and I, I've uh, questioned a lot of doctors and asked them about like natural healing and everything, how much studying they've done on that, zero. And from research, I think it's only Albania. I think they do six months, but the rest is like maybe six hours or something like that. You might right, just right. know exactly the kind of studying that you do and you know what it entails so that people that haven't a clue about this would would understand it a bit better yeah yeah for sure absolutely so naturopathic medicine the profession profession i'm part of it has um seven or eight colleges throughout north america and it is very very intense it's like studying uh, to be a, a medical doctor we do a differential diagnosis and pathology and uh, biology, microbiology, um, you know, pathology. I don't know if I mentioned that already, but, <laughs> and then we do our own modalities as well. So conventional medicine will then do its own thing. We learn acupuncture, homeopathy, uh, counseling, nutrition, and in massage, chiropractic. We we're basically referred to as a jack of all trades. And it's one of the criticisms that these purest um, medicines like homeopathy, like chiropractic, they, they will just devote their studies to these, one, these singular modalities. And I think it's one of the, um, uh, the weaknesses of the medicine, but it's also one of the strengths of naturopathic medicine that we have many, many tools and uh, a, a practitioner can you know, dip into their tool set for different cases, because part of the principles of naturopathic medicine is to, to treat each person as an individual, to not treat the disease, but the individual. Like, the, okay, so there's a hundred people that have uh, Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis or cancer, whatever, but there's a hundred different causes for each of those people. So we work at, at the individual level. I myself really do appreciate very, going very deeply into the energy field, into the mental, emotional. So I specialize predominantly in holistic counseling, which is what I teach, and in homeopathy. And if, I'm, if I have a really tough case where there's, the energies are really stuck or the person is not able to access the, the awareness of where their choice lies, because that's what the secret is in healing, is to see the choice that you're making and how it's impacting your health. But sometimes you can't get deep enough and open up the subconscious enough to, to shine the light upon the person's choice so they can't see it. So then we could use these other modalities, detoxification, nutritional support. Um, I, I mean, we have, we have a lot of modalities that we can use and, and lots of people can use in their own way as well. So yeah, so it's a very intense program. It was full time. My butt got sore as heck sitting in class all day. And I, you know, we were at, in some points, we were 40, 45 hours a week just sitting in class. And then we had labs and uh, exams and papers and it's a very intense program. And I love um, that because I mean, if you if, like, anytime I've been to a doctor, I've lost total faith in the in the let's say people call it the traditional system but you know it's now called they call it the natural method where, where it's also it's really the alternative 
uh, non-natural. But say if you have a rash on your hand, you're getting a cream to get rid of the rash and yes. not the cause. And every single thing like that, or you get the cancer or you get and they cut it out. Nothing about what caused this cancer. And right. it's it's shocking that they don't even investigate this and people just follow the herd. I mean, I have tried every I've acupuncture, I've got fantastic results with that. I've done a lot yeah. of different things. And the one thing that has affected me terribly was I remember um I had a sciatica when I was in our early 20s and yeah. I got uh, tablets and my stomach was just destroyed. I was I remember bouncing off the walls and then oh, they were geez. telling me uh, get an epidural and like when you're in pain you just kind of listen to them and do it and then I because they put you under you get the injection when you're awake but they put you under manipulate your body and I was getting shooting pains down the other leg then they encouraged yeah. me to get an operation and I got the operation because I was just like I was really bad and I didn't get cured and I cured myself with a book called healing back pain by John Sarno and I was like what's what's all this and that really right. and I at least 20 people I have told that because some people get the like the sciatic down the arm or the leg. Yeah. They've all been cured just by reading this. And it's like, why are, why is the medical industry telling me, yeah, go and get, you know, either tablets for life or whatever thing, or they're trying to chop out. I mean, my tonsils were taken out, different parts of my body taken out because you just assume they know better. And it couldn't be further from the truth. Absolutely. You know, I know that you, the people that you've spoken to and the depths that you've explored, you know, you've turned over a lot of stones here on your podcast. So I feel comfortable in sharing with you a commentary on that system. Um, at the turn of the century, not the 21st century, but the 20th century, you know, late 1890s and stuff like that, the medical profession was the American Medical Association was... Um, very unpopular not not very successful the doctors weren't making a lot of money they were kind of not respected um and then, and you know i I'm, I'm mentioning the american medical association but I, can't, I i think that association has become the template for the conventional medical medicine around the world unfortunately yes, there's a there's a you know there's a mirroring of that yeah, system yeah. so there was an idea, you know, how are we going to, because at the time, homeopaths, naturopaths, hygienists, uh, herbalists, they were actually very respected, very, it was very lucrative. They're making a lot of money and helping a lot of people. The American Medical Association, almost like a crybaby, you know, like we want to be, we want to be seen that way. They started to, they started a campaign, which was basically a campaign to establish that the only legitimate scientific medicine was conventional medicine, was the American Medical Association. Everybody else was quackery. They were quacks and it was unscientific. They developed these terms and they used, you know, they were working with the likes of uh, Rockefeller. Yeah. And the, you know, the, the, the potential for, for the sales of these, these wonder drugs, you know, the antibiotics and the, that went from, from herbs and, and natural healing to petrochemical, chemical, uh, big pharma drugs. So there was, there was huge profit involved. And of course, there's, there's a dis disconnect between the soul and the heart and this medicine. It's just for profit in this way. And I'm not saying all medical doctors are like this, but the overlying educational system is sponsored by the farm, big pharma in order to produce doctors that just push drugs 
for conditions rather than looking at any of the other deeper questions that can really help people. So the, the campaign has succeeded in that it has convinced a large portion of the population that the only legitimate medicine is conventional medicine and everything else is unscientific. It's just a complete farce. It's not based in any, any science. It's just an, a smear campaign. You know, like if you were running for president and you start making shit up about, about the, other, the other opponent just to, so that you will bolster yourself. And this is the, the, the nature of the medicine. So it's not based on any real principles. Naturopathic medicine, homeopathy, all acupuncture, they're all based on principles of nature. Very important principles. Like uh, homeopathy is like cures like. You use the poison for the cure. And, and anybody who does any deep counseling or psychotherapy knows that in order to really help someone, they have to see their shadow. They have to see the pain that's, that's lying and underlying themselves in the subconscious. And these, these principles go a long way because they're based in nature and you could see it, these tr truths as being universal. You know, uh, great scientists see the same truth. Uh, musicians, poets, the, the truth is universal and it does express itself through medicine in these different ways. But the, there is a disconnect in conventional medicine. So that's why, you know, you, you had to suffer putting your, hand, your life in the hands of, of this model for a chronic suffering. Conventional medicine does have some solutions for acute, dangerous, you know, uh, traumatic, very life-threatening situations if we need to control the symptoms. They have, they have, I think they'll always have a role in that. And it's important to acknowledge where what they do share with humanity uh, oh, but i think because i mean yeah. you know that and that's something because uh, like if you had an accident or any it's of course it's the only you know there's nothing else that's going to if if you're bleeding it's yeah. the only thing really that you can do acupuncture is not going to stop that but going back yeah. to the what, what you're talking about like the corruption a lot of people don't realize a lot of these medical journals and everything they're kind of written by the bad boys and loads of stuff like the, the figures that they use, you know, like you can do a test on 3000 people, but you can just take the top 100 and put it to your advantage. And unfortunately, the doctors yeah. are using that as a Bible. They're not using their intelligence to research that maybe something that they're reading is incorrect. I have begun to question every single thing in life. Oh, yeah. I don't accept anything now. I just go, yeah. all right, I'd be, even the schooling system and everything. I've gone, okay, everything is being set up in a certain way to manipulate us. So why am I thinking this way? And just question everything that you think about instead of attacking it. You know, maybe somebody's listening now and they're totally, you know, they've got all their pills, their box of prescription drugs and everything. This yeah. isn't us attacking you. This is just to get, make aware, be aware and to look at the alternatives. And like, I mean, you've obviously seen it because it's your profession. But when you see the results from the natural side, as opposed to the pharmaceutical side, it's alarming. You know, from my own experience from people I know, especially with cancer, you know, if they go down the radiotherapy, chemotherapy, sorry, it's, I don't see a good side to it. Does, you know, when they're younger, perhaps it, it works out better. But as opposed yeah. to say, like the frequency system and different alternatives, it is so much better. But yet people yeah. have been conditioned to not even question it and just go down the routes. So 
Yeah, there's there's a tremendous amount of social engineering, man, mental manipulation and brainwashing involved. Yeah. So the same people like the Rockefellers and the JP Morgan, they were behind the sponsoring of the American Medical Association. And they have their dirty paws in, in a lot of the things that we're seeing, you know, that those people, but the, the globalists, the elites, we, we a lot of us know the story of what's going on. And they've been manipulating people into believing a lie. And they know they, they're, very, they're very smart and they know psychology and they know how to manipulate people that by repeating something over and over again, people will come to believe it. And people have um, given up their most important faculty, which is the faculty of discernment and thinking for themselves. So if anybody has that faculty switched on, they're looking at, at all these manifestations of control and as a result of what's happening with COVID and the lockdowns and the mask wearing and these, you know, they're looking at all of this stuff and they're saying, well, something's fishy. They may not know right away the whole picture, but they know something's wrong. Something doesn't add up. The, the, the you know, the means being taken just doesn't make sense. And it doesn't feel right. So we've been disconnected, not just from our discernment and our, our critical thinking, but also our intuition. We're raised in this education system, you mentioned the education system, to divorce ourselves from trusting the, the instinctive you know, heart message that is gonna always guide a person in the right direction, including to be able to discern uh, right from wrong. And even if I might say good from evil, like if you, if you are just listening to your brain, you say, oh no, that person looks very nice, but your heart is saying, stay away from that person. There's something not right with that person. No, 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 they're smiling. They're so friendly. I should be a nice person. Like you, you divorce yourself. The heart speaks and the mind can, can completely suppress the heart and not listen. So that's, that's what's happened today and why people are afraid to to look outside of the establishment of of conventional medicine for instance um unfortunately there is a heavy influence of the same campaign scientific evidence-based is you know it has to look like double blind studied placebo uh controlled studies and uh, naturopathic medicine has also bought into that. So the profession is struggling now with an identity crisis. There's a lot of great doctors out there practicing really good medicine, but the, the, the profession itself, its, its ego, its identity is really confused and afraid to be itself. You know, I'm a naturopathic doctor, which means I do, I'm a little different from conventional doctors. I don't need to look like a conventional doctor to gain credibility. I can believe in myself. I can have word of mouth from successful patient healing and, and rely on that. Uh, but the, the profession is afraid to be true to its own roots and is trying to emulate conventional medicine to gain credibility while the world is waking up that there is very little that is credible in conventional medicine. So it's a very strange thing happening with um, my profession. 
like we were just discussing before we record, I was telling them that my uh, my third uh, YouTube video was taken down. So it means if I get the next strike, I'm gotten. And I know that from previous guests, like a pharmacist and doctors, like their Facebook pages were just removed. Websites have been removed. I'm I'm assuming you're, you're with the circle that you're with and yourself, you've experienced something similar. Oh yeah, for sure. I've experienced all kinds of this, the, the wondrous things that this age has to offer of censorship. Um, first of all, I, I post on Facebook. I have about 4,000 friends, you know, really close friends that I know very personally and well. Um, um, I have 4,000 friends on Facebook. And if I post something on Facebook, I'll get one like, you know, like I'm posting something about the COVID, the vaccinations, death, the deaths from the vaccines, and I get one like. Uh, Facebook is very controlling with algorithms. Um, it's a very intelligent system of control. And, and so that's happened. I've also had the, the pleasure of being uh, censored and um, deplatformed in my own profession by my, my peers. You know, there's a lot of things people are, there's this division in between people, those who are aware, who are seeing what's happening, and those who are unable to swallow the red pill of recognition that, you know, the authorities that we're used to looking up to for answers, that they, they don't have our best interests in mind, that there's corruption there. And even sometimes severe forms of corruption that they can't swallow that pill. So they're, they've become the foot soldiers for the new world order. They've become the, the, the fighting hand of the government. And um, in Russia, I think it was Stalin or perhaps just the, the Russians, like during the Stalin Lenin kind of extreme communist days, um, there was a term for these people. They were called useful idiots. It's not a very compassionate term, but that's the term that was used for those people who are fighting the fight. They think they're doing good, right? They're, they're, it's, for, it's for the good of all people, but they're actually, they're actually forwarding an agenda to remove people's rights and freedoms. And they don't even realize that. I think that's so actually think, beautiful because people like to, I mean, people have died in wars for badges let's create the useful idiot badge and we start awarding them to different people because I can think of a couple of million of people that deserve these badges. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a shame. And I'm quite shocked at the, the degree to which very intelligent, educated people are a part of this. So you might expect ignorant, uneducated people to be the, 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 you know, the subjects of this control, but it's not just that it's naturopathic doctors with, with, you know, a lot of, you know, education. I'm finding Um, that because I've, I've seen people, because I I would have expected the exact same, but I'm seeing some people, very low education, totally awake and people with top, top jobs, earning millions and going away, getting the the vaccine. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Yes. Yes. It's quite something. I even I even have um, uh, I won't mention any names, but there was somebody that I knew in yoga who's a very advanced yogic practitioner, very advanced. 
And he is completely sold into the far left identity politics, cancel culture, social justice warrior stance. Like it, it's sort of a, it's sort of one big family, you know, they're all bedfellows. And, you know, uh, the anti-Trump stuff and, you know, Biden is here, he's the savior kind of thing, like just completely misled. And I was really, really shocked. And I don't fully, I have to admit, I don't fully understand um, the, the influence or, or maybe I don't fully accept how, how much influence there is there because that's the scary part about it is that intelligent people who are deeply aware of some things are also completely unaware of what's happening on the planet right now. And they're not seeing you know, the, the obvious nature 20, 30 years ago, you know, David, it took, it took very advanced, you know, whistleblowers, like they had a very sharp nose for this stuff because it was very hidden. But now it's obvious. It's become full, like fully revealed. They're not even pulling their punches anymore or, or trying to hide the obvious nature of the control and the suppression. It's just right in front of our eyes. And still people are not, are not waking up. I'm wondering, so I, is that, because, I mean, there's, there's slow and there's, you know, like that you just don't really see it. But no, it's impossible not to see it. And I'm wondering, is it that they're afraid that their ego will be hurt, that they don't want to basically say, no, no, no. Because in reality, we can give plenty of information. You can just look at it. You can see, like the last couple of days, you can see people getting the injection, you know, kind of leaders of countries and and. You see them, you know, that there's no needle on it. They're holding the metal. You know, it's a complete farce. I mean, how can you look at that and go, I want to get my injection? And that's going to, and I think the only thing is because you've been fed a lie so long, you don't want to change your mindset and you want to just go, this is too dangerous to be kind of realizing that, I, you know, everything is, is totally the opposite color to what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think. I think there is some candy there too. Like the candy is that people are, are they want to do good. And so, and they're lacking discernment. And I'll, I'll talk about that in, in a moment in, in terms of the masculine and feminine energies that are, ha that are playing on the planet right now. I'll, I'll talk, speak about that in a moment. But they, they want to do good. They're, they, they're in a good place in their heart. They, they want to serve humanity. So when they're offered, when it's packaged that way, they don't look past the wrapping. They just think that, oh, here's something I could do for humanity. You know, this is for all people. Put on your mask. You know, that's going to save other people. So you're thinking about others. And that's the, that's the trap, I think, that traps a lot of people. That all the, the globalist uh, cabal has to do is say, you know, you have to look out for your fellow human being. And this is what you have to do is you have to take the vaccine. And they're like, okay, I'll do what I have to do for my role in humanity. And it, that's the, that's one of the traps. And, and the other one is what you said. It's just over time, repeated messages, subliminal messages on many different levels, Facebook ads, you know, in movies, uh, Hollywood, oh, Disneyland, the whole lot, the whole Disneyland, the, everything is like once you go down the rabbit hole, I mean, EU, like everyone thinks it's great. Anything I've investigated 
is bad. Everything. Like, yeah. It's run by the bad boys. And we then use them. Sure, look, if you even look at the FDA, who funds the FDA? The CDC, you know, and people then are putting their trust in Bill Gates. Oh, yeah, we mentioned him a few times on our. Yeah, so, so, you would you be a fan of that man? Oh gosh, no. You know, I have I have family members who. One of them wrote me, you know, I'm really getting so sick of hearing you being so negative about these really wonderful philanthropists like Bill Gates. You know, it was, you know, the Rockefeller, one of the Rockefellers, I, I forget which one it was, one of the original Rockefellers, he was also the eugenicist and the uh, definitely. Yeah, I remember, a tech, yeah, I forget the name as well. Yeah. Technocratic guy. Or, I don't know. I don't know. It's down. Uh, maybe it's even J J P. No, that's JP Morgan. And anyway, a hundred years ago, let's say a hundred years ago, uh, 80 years ago, he, he, he was starting to, they were starting to get on to him, like the media. And so he changed, he re, he re, um, uh, branded himself as a philanthropist and Bill Gates did the same exact thing. He stole all of the software from this open source thing and developed Microsoft and started suing anybody for using the software that he stole from the open source thing. Uh, which you can see on on the Corbett report. Who is Bill Gates? It's an excellent film. And have really you've sh- seen him in court? I think if you look at him in court and his arrogance, you would not trust him ever. From just yeah. seeing, he's rocking back and forth. He's so aggressive. Like simple questions, he's like, "I don't understand. Why are you asking me this?" And he's and it's like it's strange. And then all of a sudden, yeah, he was being attacked because of that, and yet he done the exact same thing. As the he did the, he did the exact same thing and it, and it's it's kind of an interesting parallel because another thing that Bill Gates did was that he he created computer viruses and then he created the solution for the computer viruses. So that model worked really well for that. Is it any different? Look what look now you create the virus and then you have the solution for the virus. It's it's pretty it's pretty um, obvious. And so I really highly recommend anybody, you know, sometimes these, these, like we were talking a little bit about David Icke and he, he goes way out there, which could be hard for some people around some of the things that he gets into. But if you know what's going on, you listen to David Icke, he's, he's really on the ball with, with, I'd say a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Uh, but if you, if you, if you want to share with somebody who's just, you know, they're, they're just teetering on the edge of waking up. The Corbett Report, who is Bill Gates, is a very well-documented thing. Um, excellent, excellent journalism. And also Plandemic Part 2 is very, very good. I know a few people who have gotten shaken out of their democratic um, haze, you know, American democratic, um, by, by recognizing how the mainstream media and the, the fact checkers are all being funded like by the same people who have this revolving door conflict of interest with the CDC and the FDA and the National Institute of Health and World Health Organization. It's all this, 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 you know, orgy of, of incestuous um, relationships, which is unbelievably corrupt. And yet people are not seeing that. Like, what I can't understand is it is so easy to set up a company with a hidden name that it doesn't all trace back. 
there's times, yes, they're intelligent with the propaganda and everything, but they've done a lot of dumb things. And I th- because of their stupidity, thankfully, a lot more have waken up because once once enough people stand up to this, then it stops. Uh, I believe yes. just recently in the, uh, we only heard that today, that um, in Holland, because they were on lockdown from nine at night till four in the morning. So they've won something in The Hague, just proving, you know, so let's hope that that court case can be used uh, around the world, the rules. Yeah. And the same yeah. with the PCR test. There was a, a case in Portugal. So I, I actually totally against the, the, the courts because unfortunately the, the legal system is owned by the bad boys. They put in their judges, their judges are told what to say and they're all, you know, they're another uh, Muppets. It's a corporation. Yeah. It's a corporation. It's not, it's not legal. It's not the law. It's this corporation, which is just serving to maintain the whole stranglehold on humanity. Yeah. I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, You know, I'm not sure that it's stupidity. I think for sure there's probably some stupidity in there. But I think it has to do with the fact that they have some, you know, a lot of them are are Luciferian. Yeah. Yeah. So they they have a strange honor system, which has to do with they respect, if you could use that word, they, they operate under the process of agreement of of what's called tacit agreement so by putting out there what they're going to do i mean they i are we already know what's coming because they've told us in multiple ways you know gates has told us and trudeau 2030 and everything it's like they say they've told us and you you're like no but yes every single thing they say comes true so that's right so there's a thing with with the luciferians is that the the more confident they get, the more they reveal about what they're doing. So I don't know how much stupidity there is in there. I think it is stupid in a sense, but it's the ego of yeah. evil to strut, you know, to strut its way and say, hey, we're doing this to you. And what are you going to do about it? They're really challenging people. I think it's going to, it'll become more and more obvious until I don't think it's ever too late for humanity because there will always, the truth will always prevail. So I'm not, in my heart, I, as, despite what we're seeing, the madness of what we're seeing, in my heart, I know we're moving in the direction of cure. <laughs> no, Dev. I think that's why everybody has the fight in them, because why would we bother unless we yeah. believed, you know, there was a solution. One of them, I guess, actually, he believes the reason they're telling us is because they don't want the karma, that they, they put it out there, they don't want the bad karma. And that's why they're actually, they tell everything that they're going to do. Yeah, and if people don't say no then there is what they consider is tacit agreement. Hey, we're going to put 5G up. Everybody, like not everybody, but a lot of people are saying, no, like that's, don't put 5G up, but it's not enough people. So they put 5G up. They told us that they were going to do it. You know, they, there was, there's also been what's called predictive programming. So you see in some TV shows, some movies, they show you what's coming in the future. And that makes them feel better, like the karma thing. This is part of the tacit agreement. You know, we told you, we showed you, we showed you what's coming. Um, and so we know what's coming. You know, when, since when did, did conventional medical medicine and the World Health Organization and these, these medical people uh, become psychic and, and be able to tell you what's gonna happen in the future? You know, I always find that very interesting point. 
they don't Even accept. You, I mean, for ye, you know, as uh, you know, in the medical industry, let's call it, you know, natural or to see who runs the World Health Organization and to fund it, and then to see the different countries, like what's strange is they they make decisions based on what the World Health Organization says, but then when they change it and say about masks or shouldn't be wearing masks or shouldn't be a lockdown, then they don't listen to it. So it's like, is it that you follow them or you don't? I mean, that, that has happened so many times. It's, it's yeah. confusing for people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, people have already gotten like a, like a pit bull. They've, they've, they've clamped onto something and then they're not going to let it go. But, you know, when you look at the World Health Organization, you could see, you know, like in George Orwell's 1984, the, the, the new speak and taking, taking definitions and changing definitions to serve the purpose of the manipulation of the people. So the World Health Organization is doing the same thing. The, like when I studied medicine, you know, I studied herd immunity and what that meant. You know, herd immunity is, is when enough people have naturally gotten the infection, then the population becomes generally immune and then the thing just sort of goes off and, and disappears. And, and besides, the coronavirus is always mutating. So I don't even know, like the, none of this is, is any, doesn't make any scientific um, sense because they're developing a vaccine, first of all, way faster than anybody could imagine uh, it's possible. Because the other, the other coronaviruses and SARS and, and MERS, and they don't have vaccines for these. They don't have vaccines for HIV. They don't have vaccines for anything. So they're suddenly within one year, we're getting this vaccine for this mutating virus that suddenly that somehow is covering us for the future mutate. It doesn't make any sense. But um, um, and if you go on that, just go back on that regarding the flu, because some people actually believe that that that's possible what they've created. But if you look at the is it 70 or 90 years they've been working on the influenza, the flu vaccine, and that's got yeah. like something like they like they can't even give you accurate figures. They're saying 40 to 60 percent. I mean, if you 20, 20 to 40 percent, oh, it's 20 to 40. So, so it's not know, even. Yeah. Yeah. Because their lies are so much, they can't even remember what they're telling people. So yeah no within one year they've they've managed to get something that's going to so that should yeah. wake, that should wake a person up just that it should all. wake a person up and i just wanted to finish my thought from before about the world health organization changing the definition of herd immunity now it is it is herd immunity is arrived at by enough of the population being vaccinated so they have manipulated the definition, the scientific principle in order to serve the purpose of getting people vaccinated. It's not scientific. It's, it's ludicrous. It's manipulation uh, in plain sight. And the, the, the funny thing is, is that medical doctors and naturopathic doctors, I might add, are, are complicit. They're going along with the completely unscientific, nonsensical nature of the, the science that's being delivered. You know, with the PCR tests and the it just it, and and the vac the vaccine itself doesn't make any sense. And and you know, there's so there's so much that doesn't make sense here. So and it's gonna keep compounding on itself, you know, it's gonna it's going to, one thing is going to trip up. Another thing is just going to become this big farce 
that the, that some portion of the population is going to continue to believe and the other portion will just see more and more like this is insanity how do we abide by this and that is going to increase a pressure for change and humanity must choose i've been saying this right from the start roy as a, as an evolutionary um test or manifestation of the darkness we have to choose otherwise humanity's in big trouble so if a person let's say a person is uh you know they're walking on the street oh they get a little pain in their arm and they're like ah it's nothing and they go and they eat like a <laughs> a, a mcdonald's you know they have a big mac and french fries and then the next couple of days they have another pain and then shooting pain and then they start losing breath and they get angina and they keep it keeps getting bigger and bigger the message so what's happening today is a manifestation of humanity the darkness is coming out and that's in the direction of cure you know trump was an agent to help the darkness come out not because he's darkness i'm not i'm not suggesting that but because he really caused a lot of friction between the sides, you know, like the, the left and the right and all this stuff. And that really pulls things to the surface. That is in the direction of cure. I had the worst feeling in my gut about if, if Hillary Clinton had won the presidency, um, what was it, um, five years ago or four, four years ago, right? Because there would have been more suppression, more everything happening on the surface. Like this is, this is good, you know, this is excellent what's happening. And then the corruption would just have gone deeper into the heart of America and the rest of the world. You know, I'm Canadian. I'm, I'm talking about American politics and here you are, you're, you know, you're European, you're in, you're in Poland, right? Yeah. 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 So, but that, but it is an important stage for the world. I think we recognize that. I think we understand that. So, um, yeah, yeah, so that's... I, I think everybody, you know, I used to say that before, that uh, America sneezes and Ireland catches the cold, you know, like they all, it just gets copied, but it takes a few years later. Right. Um, yeah. But what, right. what I'm seeing a lot of people doing, and it, it's kind of shocking because we know the algorithms with Facebook, is they're putting up, when they get injected, they're putting up their card of their, as if like their Medal of Honor, you know, they've won something and then it's the peer pressure and i know they're trying to introduce you know the, the the passports for this and there's even talk now with some of the shops like there's airlines saying that you'll do it and there's the shops and you know like it, it's hard because i see people do not and the inner me wants to kind of go you know attack, but i don't want to attack i never attack and that's why i don't get bad negativity or anything from the pot very slim because i don't attack anyone and i don't engage yeah. in negativity either because you know that's not going to win anything like you know if somebody is attacking you you know it's like talking to a wall you're not going to get it i mean you can you can share information and just let them um anytime we're talking even now we just say uh, don't believe anything worse and go and do your research because we could have just made up this conversation and but it's there but not to go to google and go to you know to right. like brave or duck duck go but it i have you you've obviously seen that as well where people are posting their i don't know their their little documents showing that they've been they got volume one of their job and they're you know awaiting yeah. volume two yeah it's their vir their virtue signaling look how good i am you know yeah. i'm i'm i did my part now everybody you do your part and, um, you know, unfortunately, there are certain countries 
that are are the lens for the future of the rest of the rest of the countries. Every single country, except one or two or three actual countries in the whole world, are signed up for Agenda 2030. They're all complicit in Agenda 2030. That means that this globalistic plan has been accepted globally in every country. So they're they've plowed forward in some countries, and the the leading countries in the manifestation of control, well, obviously China, they're way ahead of the game. They're the template for the new world order. But then we got Australia is very advanced. Israel is now restricting people from being allowed to go anywhere unless they have their vaccine passport. And the, a large majority of their population has been vaccinated and they're dying. There's their people that are dying there, quite a number of people. Um, if you compare the number of deaths by the virus, it's so confusing to really even have a clear sense of who the virus is killing. There are some people dying, but a lot of them are old and they have comorbidities and it's a natural part of life. The flu does the same thing. Pneumonia does the same thing, you know? Uh, but um, in Israel, a lot of them are dying. And what's happening there is, is coming to Canada. Canada, we're pretty far advanced too. We have a curfew from um, 8 p.m. until 5 a.m. And you're not allowed outside your house. And, it, you know, it doesn't make sense because one of the things, I know that you had Dr. Pam Popper on your, on your podcast. And, you know, Dr. Pam is doing some really good work in, in America with the legal system. And a lot of people are filing lawsuits saying, this is a, a loss of our, 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 um, our human rights. This is a suppression, a violation of our human rights. And the courts are coming back, well, we have a global crisis and a pandemic, and that gives us the right to violate your human rights. So they, they saw that. Dr. Pam and her team of lawyers saw that, and they said, that's not the right approach. The right approach is to say, this is not a crisis, and to go after the courts and saying, this is not a crisis because it's not a crisis. They're just making it, they're blowing it out of proportion and selling the fear to make it look like a crisis. But everything points to the fact that it's not a crisis. You know, the numbers are fudged. The, the PCR test is completely flawed and getting so many false positives uh, because when you run it over 30 cycles, you're gonna get a lot of false positives. And they're running at 35, 36, 37. And, you know, it was a coincidence that when, um, Biden came into power. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. The world health organization, the CDC, they realize they're running it too many times and they're going to lower the number of cycles. So that's of course going to decrease the number of, of cases. Um, you know, I'm sure you've heard Roy, there's so many people that are dying. Um, I'm what's shocking is I'm seeing on in Ireland, because obviously I keep a lot of a track of Ireland being Irish, but they're even reporting it on papers. And when they're showing it on the paper, which they normally don't because all the media is corrupt, you can just probably add a two zeros onto that. Like when they're saying 30 people have died in, you know, from nursing the vaccine. homes. Yeah, from getting the vaccine. And it's yes. like, and, and, you know, you mentioned uh, about the influenza, like all the deaths from the influenza now has disappeared. So that's right. You know, they're like, because basically somebody has a cancer or they have some sort of disease. It's just a tipping point. But because 
like even if you look at the, um, the CDC, they had uh, like a schedule showing the flu in previous years and you could see it getting red and I know it's all lovely and green as if you know, the flu has, yeah. has gone on holiday and the coronavirus has a stopwatch. So, you know, it, it or it, yeah, nine o'clock. Yeah. People aren't coming out like. That's right. But, but also like the, the, the mind boggling, illogical lack of critical thinking responses that we hear is that, well, there's no flu because people are quarantining and they're wearing their masks. Okay, so if people are quarantining and they're wearing their mask and that's diminishing the flu down to next to zero, how come it's not working for for the for COVID? It's also a virus. It it works in very similar transmission. Um, I, I understand that there's different propagation with different viruses, but still they're very similar. Um, so no, it just doesn't make sense. But I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. Everything everything is pointing to a great wake up. So the, the bad guys, as you call them, I like that, the bad guys. I also call them the controls. You know, they're like, they're the controls. So the controls, they, their role is to oppose the divine, is to oppose the heart and the unification of humanity in love. So what they do is they emulate it's almost like when they call like a nuclear missile, like the peacekeeper, right? They, they call, so they're emulating the divine by saying this is for humanity, you know, a new world order. And basically what the, what the dark forces are trying to do is trying to come in at this time, which is a very, very special time. The energies on the planet are primed for evolution of consciousness, for leaps, leaps in consciousness. And this is what's happening for a lot of us. I feel, I feel day after day a tremendous amount of joy and, and, and amazing levels of, of consciousness. And then some very deep darkness also coming out of, of myself. So it's all happening at one shot. So the dark, those, those messages are, you know, don't trust yourself. Don't listen to yourself. Do something good for humanity by wearing your mask and getting your vaccine. You know, um, uh, Rudolf Steiner, you know, Rudolf Steiner from uh, the Anthroposophical Society, brilliant man. Anyway, Rudolf Steiner basically said that, that vaccines create a, a block between a human being and the subtle messages from their soul. So we're gonna have, as we evolve, the more people that get vaccinated, we're gonna have a very strange future of almost like these cyborg transhumanistic kind of people who are completely detached from what makes us human and beautiful divine beings, children of, of the creator you know, is our heart and our soul. This is all amping up now and they have this agenda. It's not for nothing. It's happening right now. It's like the last attempt by the dark forces to take over and to try to rule humanity because that's what it's all about. It's all, it's all about power. It's not about money. It's about power. It's like an episode of Star Wars, basically what's going on in the world at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. 
or Lord of the Rings or something, you know, like those, that archetypal war of good against evil, you know, like the emperor and, uh, or Sauron or something. It's very apropos, you know, like the art, the art reflects the reality for sure. And it's but a, they, they, it's, we don't have proper journal, journalism because like some people, they kind of throw in the towel thinking there's no hope. But the reality is there is millions of people fighting this, but because yeah. they're being shadow banned and they're being quashed, but they're reaching like I know I've wake woke up a lot of people. I'm sure you have. And once you like the way I see it is, you know, just say this conversation. Would you have this conversation if it woke up one person? Absolutely. Absolutely. One person is the world yeah. for that one person, you know? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I agree. And, you know, we, this is the journalism of today. This, you're, what you're doing, what I'm doing with NDs for Truth. That's, a, by the way, for the listeners, it can come on my website. I have a ton of resources of good videos and articles and good, very funny uh, memes on my, under my gallery. It's, it's NDs, so NDS for for truth t-r-u-t-h dot com check it out we have a lot of great lives i'm interviewing naturopathic doctors because so, we want to we do not want the world to have the impression that all naturopathic doctors are in the bag of this agenda of the globalistic agenda we're not there's a lot of us that are awake awakened and aware but and many many doctors are afraid to say anything because they'll be deplatformed they'll lose their license and then they'll lose their livelihood. So they're afraid. But, uh, but there are some of us who are in positions where we can express ourselves and we want to, to help people, you know, fight the good fight. I, I really do think that this is World War III that we're in right now. Yeah. You know, the, the missiles, the guns, the bombs, the whatever, the drones, that. That's a small part of it. This is a war of the, for the mind. And so we're foot soldiers. We're fighting a good fight here. And um, I, I say that not because I, I, I want to, you know, well, sure, why not? Let's pat ourselves on the back because we're doing a good thing. But it's really because I, I, can't, I, I can't live with myself if I don't say what's busting out of my heart to speak. You know, like, like, I, like what David Icke, I really liked when him and Dave Rose, um, when they had, the, had those epic, like three hour talks together on, on London Real. And, and David Icke said, you know, so David Rose said, well, what's the solution then? What do you do? And, and, and what Icke said was, was phenomenal. He said, don't listen to this. You know, the should, should I, well, if I do this, this might happen. If I say this, they might not like me. I might lose some patients or clients or my business or whatever. Don't listen to this. Listen to your heart because that's going to heal humanity. I really like that as a solution. And, and that's, I think everybody needs to listen to their heart and not choose out of fear because fear is the path of the dark side. You know what Yoda would say? And the Star Wars metaphor, you're feeding, you know, the, the steroids of energy to the same side that is bringing us towards total control and a loss of freedom. 
if you live in your heart, you're working in, in the greater aspect of humanity, uh, which is its love and its, and its, uh, its true community not this fake community based on virtual signaling and you know doing these unscientific things to protect each other but a true recognition of the soul and the spirit of humanity and how beautiful we are and the depths of connection that we have to the to the infinite and the undefined that's who we really are Absolutely. And have you seen uh, like the World Freedom Alliance and uh, like Dolores Cahill and like that because also I'm, of Ireland, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, <laughs> yeah, I've seen I've seen her great work. I just saw a video of her the other day talking about how, what's happening with these vaccines and the potential cytokine storm and the 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 main issues are going to come in the future. What they're predicting, not it's not immediate. Some some people are dying the same day, the day after, in the next couple of days, next, next couple of weeks, but others may, may have serious complications months down the road. Yeah, I've seen some because they post, like it's strange, but TikTok tends to, you, you see a lot of stuff and some are like saying a nurse and she got Bell's palsy and she's, cause you could actually go back and you can see previous ones and just, just do normal stuff. And her whole side of her face is paralyzed and just yeah. gone. And we've seen a lot of that. so. Yeah, and like, like sometimes a lot of this because of what's in the inside in the vaccines, it's it's not reversible. I don't know what you're like. Yeah, they, they don't. They they're they're giving the the mRNA vaccine to to have the sequences of DNA printed up by the machinery of our cellular system, but but nowhere have they mentioned stopping that. So let's say they said, oh yeah, it has a built-in system where it will stop you know, creating these spike proteins of RNA, DNA in your system um, after let's say a year or two. No, you're just gonna keep producing as part of your genetic makeup. Um, and, and for me, that's autoimmune disease uh, you know, waiting to happen because your, your immune cells, the whole, re, the whole theory of how it works is that you're creating your own spike proteins and your immune system is gonna you know, prime itself to defend against this invader, but you keep producing it. So the immune system keeps getting primed and then you're gonna start attacking yourself or worse or better. I don't know what's better or worse to be honest, then you actually get some kind of coronavirus that has that spike protein and your your immune system is going to go crazy it's called the cytokine storm that's why people get so 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 sick and and why um vaccine the coronavirus type vaccines in the past have failed and killed the animals that they were testing it in because upon administration of the vaccine it looks good you know the titers are up everything looks good but then when the, the animal gets introduced to the actual virus that the vaccine is supposed to protect, they die. Yeah, I think they done tests on ferrets, wasn't it? And they all died. I've, yeah, they all died. All the yeah. ferrets died because they just have this huge response. But the same thing is happening with people who are being vaccinated with for the flu. 
So, you know, uh, Judy Mikovits, you know, Judy Mikovits from Plandemic and yeah and i have that on just for the people that are listening i've got plandemic one and two on my bit channel so that you can watch it because i know it's hard to find it on a lot of the platforms because well that actually helped them because by censoring them I, like because i had a mickey willis on my show and he was like i, I believe it's a billion people have actually seen that and that's incredible like that's incredible that's today's journalism it's people yeah. just just you know um I want to, I want to say regular people, everybody on the planet is a regular person, but I mean like not celebrity, not just people who are wanting to get a message out there. So Mikevitz is saying that um, the, in the vaccines for the flu, they've also been introducing the coronavirus vaccine. People don't know this. So their, their immune system is hyper primed. Like, it's super sensitive. It's like a hysterical person. You say, hey, honey, are you okay today? Wow, and that person explodes with reaction. What do you mean, am I okay? You think I'm okay? It's like a hyper reaction. So that's one of the reasons that I think people are dying from the virus when they, it could just be the sniffles or a fever for a few days, normal stuff is because of these new, this new generation of vaccines, it's just also part of this whole agenda. Not to mention all the drugs that people are on and people are generally very sick and they have a lot of comorbidities. Those are the people that are dying. In general, the population can handle this. Dr. Um, Simone Gold, have you seen her, Dr. Simone Gold? I did, I, I, I've actually put her video up as well. It's, it's about three hours, but I put up the one hour. It's brilliant, what she's It's, so, it's oh. fantastic. And it's like, some, sometimes you could get a very fancy, you know, documentary and it's very well done, but just her words were very, very impactful. And she, she just, she just, she just um, delivered an incredible, you know, one hour of information. It's very convincing. You know, the percentages of, of, of death, you know, and, and, and risk are so low they're so they're so low, and and it's also true what she says that people do die from from the flu and from pneumonia, and they they die from that. And it's sad. It's a part of life. It's a part of life, and I think we should work and endeavor to protect all the people that we can. But there are some people that get sick and they get weak, and they are the ones that die. We should protect them, but not the the whole population does not need to go under these lockdowns and these draconian measures. It just doesn't add up. Uh, and just on the flu, my uh, my mother got the flu back, I don't know, two years ago or three years. I've never seen her so ill. She said she will never get it again. Like, it really knocked her. And Oh, the vaccine. She got the flu the, vaccine. The, yeah, a couple of years ago. And she got extremely ill from it. And I've seen a few people the same. And they said never again. So, you know, like, and that that's supposed to be ones that have been for and basically listening to the doctor telling them oh this is good for you you know and no as as you mentioned it's not even a year in the pipeline this uh new uh covid vaccine and people yeah. are just line, lining up for it and uh you know saying yeah i'm next and you know showing their brave badge of honor what what also is kind of bizarre is that the 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 covid vaccine doesn't stop the transmission of the virus. It doesn't create the kind of herd immunity that 
a, a normal uh, population getting sick by it or carrying it and just naturally developing immunity to it uh, would 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 entail. So so they're calling it effective. You know, like Moderna said, it's 90, 95% effective. How do they know that it's 90 to 95% effective? People need to ask all these questions, like ask them, what does that mean it's 90 to 95% effective that you you see in the blood that there is some kind of antibodies to the spike protein. Is that 95%? Has that person been exposed to the coronavirus to see if, if they're you know, getting sick or dying? Or So, I mean, we really need to, to um, unfortunately study some of these things and learn some of these things and understand the, the terminology and what's involved to be educated. Because an educated population cannot be controlled to the same degree. If you say, okay, whatever you say, World Health Organization, you're the experts, then you're, we're totally susceptible to this manipulation that's going on right now in this, this farce. And unfortunately, we never get the right statistics. So, you know, like if it was done in a kind of crypto blockchain kind of technology that every single injection with a side effect was traced back for open source that everybody can see yes and yeah whereas you know when they're given the 95 percent, as we said earlier that could be fifty thousand people and you know five were okay out of uh you know or there was yeah, five yeah, problems yeah. out of a hundred they'll use that in when the reality it could be fifty percent but they'll put it in a journal the doctors will tell you that and they'll just follow the trail without actually any proof that's right that's right. So there's a whole bunch of, uh, um, you know, illegal, unscrupulous, unscientific activity going on. And uh, I think that we're going to need to, we're going to really need to re-examine how we go about business in on our planet in the future. I think change, things are going to have to change radically that the, you know, the system it's not, it's not so much the system. I, 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 I feel actually like the system is not so much the problem as it is uh, the takeover of the system. So regulatory capture, you know, the, the regulatory bodies are captured by the, the, those with the vested interest in the regulation, allowing them to pass their product. That corruption, you know, the integrity of humanity, the integrity of the person doing their job, somebody that offers them a wad of cash to, to fail, like to, to look past the evidence and they take it and they look past the evidence, like that kind of corruption that, that we need to really, we really need to get past that. There was a video I saw, uh, which was really great. I found, found it to be great journalism about the election fraud in the US. It's called, Who is Stealing America? I don't know if you saw that who's stealing america i've seen a lot of the stuff going on that was mind-boggling in the last uh, few months yeah so the election fraud is so 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 obvious it's it's painfully obvious it's as obvious as the rest of this crazy stuff going on and there was this chinese gentleman from the the communist the chinese communist party who was publicly kind of speaking about how you know biden is an old friend of china and um, so, you know, Trump is not playing the game that China wants it to. And, you know, he's, there are lots of people who can, they can get to do what they want by giving them one wad of cash. And if one wad of cash doesn't work, they give them two wads of cash and so on and so forth. 
Now he didn't mention what I think is, is you know, one wad of cash, no thank you, two wads of cash. Tempting, maybe 90% of people will say yes to that. The third one is, well, we're gonna kill you and your whole family. You know, then they say, okay, well, it's, it's, it's kind of, that's kind of a frightening aspect of, of this. But a lot of this, you know, I, I, I've been looking at this also from the spiritual aspect. And uh, like we talked, we mentioned a little bit, humanity is in a wake-up call. And um, this, this um, writer, healer guy named Paul Levy, you know, Paul Levy from, uh, um, he's American Buddhist, Jew, Jewish Buddhist, which we call Jubus. I don't know if he identifies at all as being Jewish, but anyway, he, um, he says that, you know, that the Christ the, the, the unconditional love of the divine that lives in each of us that was embodied by Yeshua, by Jesus, it manifests to the full degree around darkness. That when the darkness rises up, the, the light of Christ rises up as a response to, but also in conjunction with, it's a bit of a mystery. But what we're seeing as this manifestation of evil is actually a sign that humanity, the love of Christ is manifesting, this universal love, this, the, the, the office of the divine is, is embodying itself. And it's embodying itself in each of us. So the more that a person is willing to dive into the darkness and to see their own darkness, that's the hard part is to see our darkness. You know, it's easy to project, you know, point the finger. You're, you're, oh, you're such a, you're bad. You know, you're, you're spreading lies and you're, you're a bad person. But when, when you really take it responsibility for the darkness that we, we all have potential, you know, Jordan Peterson says, you know, until you realize your potential to be a Nazi, you don't even realize the way in which you can be a Nazi, and so you can be acting out these, 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 dark, these dark forces. The metaphor of like mushrooms, fungus thrives in darkness. It's the same as evil. It thrives in darkness. The fact that it's revealing itself is a good sign. The light is going to shrivel it up. So I, I, I know this to be true. I know this to be true. How bumpy it's going to be along the way to get there, I can't say. I don't know. But in my heart, I feel like we've been waiting for this for a long time. You know, I'm lifetimes and lifetimes. You know, people uh, a thousand years ago were saying, it's coming. You know, I could feel the, the messianic age is coming any day now. <laughs> 2,000 years ago, obviously, with, with, um, with the coming of Jesus, that was a celestial event that the whole universe's breath was was held in suspend, suspended animation, like, because humanity is, I, I think humanity is quite important for the evolution of, of the whole universe in a, in a negative, positive way. It's like a bottlenecking of consciousness is happening here on the planet. And when we release our planet into divine service, uh, divine harmony with the will of the one, that will have ripple effects through the whole cosmos because we're kind of holding down. We're holding back the show a little bit here. So I, I, I think that great things are, are to come. I just okay. want to. Yeah, no, continue. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's okay. Let me just share one thing. The whole basis of the medicine that I practice is based on the idea, and it's not just an idea. I think it's it's a, it's an actual inherentness of our nature, is that who we really are is is the I am. We are truly okay. We are truly without condition. Fine. We don't need anything externally to be happy, to be okay. So whenever I'm working with someone, I always help them understand where they have put a condition in their mind on their reality. I need money to be happy. I need sex. I need a relationship. I need whatever. It could even be I need health. Sometimes people get sick so that they can let go of their attachment to needing to be healthy in order to feel like they're okay. We can get attached to anything, even the good stuff, like good food. <laughs> Everything can become an attachment. So the I am is really um, the ultimate place that we are evolving towards. So any challenge that we have as a humanity, as a collective, is, is, is really helping us. Ultimately, it's helping us to wake up to the I am because we've been asleep. So the, the evil is popping its head up so that we can wake up and say, hey, many, many years ago, I watched the movie, um, The Exorcism of Emily Rose. I don't know if you've ever seen that or heard of it. I've heard of it. I, I don't know that I see it. It's, it. The name is definitely familiar. So it's a very powerful message. The girl that was infiltrated or possessed by demonic forces Um she suffered terribly, but she chose to give her life. She could have ended that suffering, but she chose to give her life and to be destroyed by them, these, these forces, in order to um, show humanity that this energy exists, that these, these entities, that this thing is real. This is a real, a real thing in humanity. And when I realized that I was kind of new agey, you know, like, uh, yeah, it's all good and, and not really able to discern what is good from what is evil. Without that discernment, it's all just one big soup of like festering good and bad. And it's like, so when I realized and really acknowledged the existence of evil, my faith and my love for the divine shot out, out the roof. It just went way up. So that's kind of what happens to the individual who's waking up and says, that's, that's really evil what's going on. Poof. Just by seeing that, just by seeing the, the, the genie in the room with the, the doing, doing weird things to humanity, you create, a, you create a division between what is evil and what is good. And that liberates us towards the good. And, and that's, that's, the purpose that the evil serves one of the purposes a, a big purpose it's not all bad you know it's like we're in a no, like and i i think that because i've seen i'm just i kind of i'm conscious of a lot of stuff all through life you know I, whether someone is doing a speech or something i'll always spot something different and you know just trying to pe peel back the layers and when say you know the, the time two two 2009 or something when the property crashed i saw people changing that were really nice they lost everything and they became you know a different person i have seen people that you know they've gone through really bad times they've robbed people but yet see a goodness in them and i'm wondering because i really think that 
people become aggressive, they become thieves, they be, because of the way the system is designed to keep them down and create yeah. bad vibrations, a bad anger. And I know that there's a lot of, like, it's hard for people to fathom, but like, you know, you see Lady Gaga, Hillary Clinton, lots of these people, lots of actors, lots of, and I'm wondering, is it that they were so abused that they've just fallen into this trap that they can be changed because I, I actually seen people change and I, I believe there is hope by just that. And, and like uh, regarding, you know, you, you mentioned Christianity, like that's something that I even question because I question everything. I mean, I went to a Christian brother school, but then when I found out that there was like, is it 37 different types of a, a Jesus and Mary, but all different names, all true society that we're aware of, but it was the same kind of thing. Is it just a story that they're using to pass the message or what has happened. And, and I just question everything with that as well, because I see yeah. so much hate through religion. And it's, you know, I have friends of all religions and I never even ask them what religion they are. I just get on with them. You know, there's, yeah, I've got Muslim friends, I've got Jewish friends, but I've, yeah. anytime I go to different events, I've never even discussed it. You know, it's later I find out, oh, I didn't realize, but it doesn't bother me. But, and I think yeah. society has kind of pushed people to, you know, you're this, you're that instead of just accepting everybody yeah. for light, for happiness, for love. And yeah. then you don't, you don't, you know, you don't look at somebody and judge, you know, you just, you just, you, I don't know, you give love. You look at the important stuff rather than the label. Yeah. You know, the labels are the, the CIA and the, the, the whole, um, uh, one of the big ways that, that there we are, we can be socially engineered and socially manipulated is through labels. And, and, and they know that they'll just create a label for something that they want to get rid of, like uh, anti-vaxxers. Oh, you're an anti-vaxxer. So as soon as they create a label, then a person could take you and throw everything you're saying out by with the label okay. and not even have to listen. You're a conspiracy theorist. You know, there's a label. And we know we know when that started. It started with um, JFK's assassination. People were started to look into the assassination. So to put a lid on that, they just labeled these people and they associated that with something bad. And then that association sticks. And then uh, there you have your label. Instead of, like you said, just looking at each other as human beings, as children of the divine, and ultimately not as our body or our skin color, or our gender, or any of that stuff, but just at the soul, like through the eyes, the the, the soul, it's the window right here, you know, no, <laughs> you know, that's the person is in there. It's not this. And I don't know, have you noticed that? Because I, I mean, I've been through a lot of court cases and, I mean, and it's true corruption. I know I'm just fighting a lot of it. They can never look you in the eye. I can right. look anyone in the eye. They, even the, last week, the prosecutor, like, I said goodbye. I opened the door because I I don't have a hatred towards her. She's doing. She could not look me in the eye. The head went down, and I've I've had judges do the exact same. They they can. yeah. So I that's why I believe that goodness will always beat evil. Yeah, a hundred percent. I I agree with you, uh, because you know a, a quote I really like is that the devil has no power, only influence. If you understand that about evil, there's nothing to be afraid of evil if you don't allow it to influence you. It cannot overpower you. It can only influence you. So, and there's all kinds of temptations, you know, and, 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 and this is all about influence. They, they create the fear so they can influence you to do something. But it's you that does it. It's you that shows up at the office to get the vaccine or to 
or, or whatever compliance, you know. So it has no power. It's powerless in the face of the divine. You know, I've studied quite a bit around um, demonology and, you know, in, in the Catholic faith, they have exorcisms in, in, in the Protestant, it's deliverance. And Kabbalah, there's certain right, stuff that they do to cast out these, these entities and these demonic forms. And they, they, um, they are terrified of the light of God. They're terrified. They, they flee if you invoke Christ's energy. Uh, you know, whether I know, I know I watched, I, I really liked a lot of David Icke stuff. I was a little questioning him about his whole idea that Christ never existed. I don't know. I don't know if I, I don't, I can't say a hundred percent that he did, but I feel like it's not a relevant uh, thing because that energy exists. That being exists. And whether or not he was here on the planet, we could maybe talk about that some other time. But when you call on the name, you see there's a real a realness in that. They flee. When you turn and face them with love, they flee. If you cower in fear, they become powerful and they'll stand over you like this. So you lose your power. But there's no, they have no power. Again, only influence. And it's true, you see what's happening in, in, in this day and age. They rely on us to become the useful idiots, to be the foot soldiers, to forward their plans. If we were all against it, they couldn't do anything. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I believe, like, just by, you know, sometimes not, because a lot of the time, you know, there's people, they're trying to attack the different institutions and everything. I believe, create the alternative, because if you create something that is not attacking them, people will start following what's right. And yes. even if it's product, if it's a company or whatever, and you have something that people know is right, they'll just lose their power. People stop buying, people stop investing. You know, I tell, right. tell people, don't be investing in the companies like Monsanto, Bill Gates being a big shareholder. Like, you know, don't have your pension in that. Don't be buying shares in that. You know, don't be, you know, yeah. one minute trying to fight the system and then, you know, not, you know, you know, looking after your bank account, feeding the bad boys, you know, try to try to be consistent in what you're doing. And I think that right. will have a huge, a huge, uh, you know, influence around what's going on. I agree. I totally agree. Yeah. Good stuff, Roy. Good no, stuff. No, man. brilliant. So yeah, listen, I definitely, we, we, we'll, we'll, we'll get you back and we'll, uh, we'll have another conversation because I thoroughly enjoyed sure. it. So Me how can too. people get in contact with you? What's the best? And I know you mentioned your course. So if, you've, yeah. if you're looking for students, you might give them a bit of uh, information on that. Yeah, for sure. So I, I am looking for students, uh, ideally uh, health, alternative healthcare practitioners, but it could be conventional doctors and nurses, psychologists, counselors, naturopathic doctors, nutritionists, even coaches. You know, I've trained lots of different people. If they want to learn how the process through asking non-directional questions to get to the root cause of suffering, which could be mental, emotional, it could be financial suffering, could be physical pathology. So I've helped people heal from physical pathology with this mind-body medicine technique called the VIS dialogue. VIS is V-I-S space dialogue. And that the VIS represents in one of the principles of naturopathic medicine, VIS medicatrix naturae, the healing power of nature. So um, the process is called holistic counseling. It's not with a W, it's just H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C dash 
counseling with also one L, C-O-U-N-S-E-L-I-N-G dot C-A, not dot com, that's C-A. And that's my course. You can get in touch with me that way. Um, I do have a new course coming up in a few months. It's a good time to get on board because space is limited. And um, yeah, that's a great way. And I would love to invite everybody to come and take a look at our NDs for Truth. There's uh, lots of videos to watch there and articles. As I said, it's NDS4, F-O-R, Truth, T-R-U-T-H.com. So you could check that out as well. Yeah, I'll put all the links in the descriptions of, of both the, the, the video and the audio. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. I, I I'm, had a blast and, and I really appreciate um, us putting this out there. I really think that this is, uh, I, feel, I feel grateful for the opportunity. Thank you. No, I totally enjoyed it. Thank you very much. You're so welcome. Thank you. So that's all for the Awakening Podcast. You'll find all our episodes on awakeningpodcast.org or on Awakening Podcast on BitChute. Don't go on our YouTube because I'm about to be deplatformed, but uh, you'll find me anyway. So until next week, take care. There's a time.